Welcome to another episode of the Explosion Ninja Digital Marketing Podcast. My name's Tim, I run the show, and I'm also a best-selling digital marketing author and head ninja at Exposure Ninja, which is a digital marketing agency in the UK. This show is all about helping you generate more leads and sales online. And in this episode, we're talking about how to generate reviews for your business. Now, reviews online are the kind of social proof currency, I guess, that people use to make decisions about whether or not to choose you. So obviously they show up in loads of different places, whether it's showing up in Google local listings or whether it's being one of the search characteristics or search ranking factors that maybe a voice search would use. So as we start to move towards things like Siri and Alexa, we're getting fewer search results for our requests. And how are these tools gonna give us the best businesses local to us or the best businesses to meet our needs? Well, a lot of that is gonna be what people are saying about us online. So reviews are gonna become an even more more important um, factor for for businesses. Now, I know in the UK in in particular, businesses have really been able to get by up until now without focusing too much on reviews, because in a lot of markets, their competitors haven't been doing much with reviews. If we look to the US as a contrast, a lot of businesses in the US have really made it part of their process to be generating a lot of reviews. And we see that this is the way that the UK will go. So for example, if you search for a dentist in New York and a dentist in London, you'll typically find that the one in New York has many, many more reviews than the one in London because this is just something that they do. So in some areas, you know, the UK is still catching up with this. Now that's really interesting because obviously that means that if we are in the UK and we absolutely get reviews right, for example, our client who is top of Google for dentist in London has absolutely smashed it and he is the most reviewed dentist in the UK and it's worked fantastically well for his business. So if we get this right against weak competitors, there's there's a lot of low-hanging fruit there. But the other thing is this is something that's going to become more and more important. So if you want to invest in like a future SEO asset, then making sure you have a system for collecting reviews is going to be really important. So this week's guest is Doran Aldana. Now, Doran actually runs a software company which helps businesses get reviews. But the reason I wanted to get Doran on, he talks about the software uh, later in the episode. But the reason I wanted to get Doran on is to talk about the process that he uses and his software uses to get reviews. Because I think the process is really interesting and it's actually the complete opposite of how most people go about review collection. So we talk about this kind of backwards process that he's got, really interesting way of collecting reviews. So I hope you find it really useful. Remember, if you want to get show notes, then you can head over to ExposureNinja.com forward slash podcast. There are links in there to the um, to the resources that Doran references. And you can also request your free website and marketing review as well from us, which is a really, really useful tool to help you get towards your marketing goals. So you just tell us a bit about your marketing goals and we then design you a marketing plan that you can follow to get there. It's completely custom, totally no charge, and it's genuinely awesome. So head over to ExposureNinja.com forward slash podcast to get the show notes and to get that review. Anyway, without further ado, enjoy the episode with Doran Aldana. Doran, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks so much for having me, man. It's going to be fun. We're going to be talking about reviews today and how people can get more reviews. Maybe you could just give us a bit of an intro into you and why you're so interested in reviews. Yeah, well, I started out just being a Joe Schmo life coach in 2003, 2004. I'd work with anyone with a pulse who could fog a mirror, who would uh, send me money and would receive coaching. 
And I always had a passion from day one to help people create breakthroughs. Today, after uh, over 12 years in the game as a coach, that's still my passion. That's still the fuel in my rocket, the light in my fire is helping people create breakthroughs. But things have morphed over the years because I had a client about a year in, uh, actually back up about half a year into being my own boss as a, as a business coach slash life coach. I realized if I don't learn this marketing thing, I'm going to have skinny kids because it doesn't matter how good I get at coaching. And it doesn't matter what kind of results I produce for my clients if no one knows about it and I'm the best kept secret around, that's not going to help much. So I started to study marketing. I started to become a piranha for information on marketing, buying the the books. Uh, Back then, there were tapes still, tapes and CDs, and I was going to seminars. And so I was just a ferocious reader and devourer of anything marketing. And then about a year into that, I had a client who is a mortgage professional at a bank. He was on salary plus a little commish. He was tired of the humdrum nine to five with a glass ceiling over his head. He decided to take the plunge into a scary, audacious realm called 100% commission. You eat what you kill, right? So he's kind of freaked out and excited at the same time. I started to teach him some of the stuff I was learning in terms of marketing. Make a long story short, within eight months, he didn't double. He tripled the money he was making at the bank, and he hasn't looked back since. Uh, in fact, this year, he's uh, on track to do over $200 million in loan volume, which is about $2 million approximately in revenue. Not enough to live on, mind you, but a pretty good start considering he has a pretty lean and mean shop and uh, his take home is well over seven figures. So that's kind of what got me thinking, maybe I should be doing this with other mortgage pros. That was way back in 2004, 2005. And then since then, things have evolved a lot with the local search. You know, Google started to put uh, reviews as a critical piece and prerequisite in the equation when it comes to serving up uh, top rankings when users search for mortgage professional or mortgage broker or mortgage lender, that kind of thing. And so I started to realize reviews are becoming more and more important. And I didn't really have a solution. We were doing silly stuff like sending out surveys in the mail, you know, Cro-Magnon dinosaur methods for, you know, getting feedback. And so I thought, you know, I got to find a solution. And so Two years ago, actually almost three years ago, 2014, I launched the Testimonial Engine as a solution to that quandary, which is a software as a solution that automates the entire process of getting five-star reviews and then sharing them on key review sites like Google, Yelp, Facebook, et cetera, even niche-specific review sites like in the real estate space, it's Zillow and Trulia. Uh, and since that time, we've uh, become the number one uh, service provider for ratings and reviews software for local service-based businesses. It just keeps growing and going. So that's kind of how I got into uh, doing reviews. Love it. Love it. So you have a, a lot of info about reviews. I, I was thinking about this whole thing. A lot of people who listen to the podcast come in for the SEO because we're known as an SEO company and we have books about SEO. Reviews feel like one of those things. As we move towards things like voice search, where we ask Siri, hey, Siri, navigate to my local florist, or we ask Alexa, like, go find a plumber or whatever. We, we start to move into this world where we are given fewer options. And how these, how these devices, how these searches will give us those options is, to a large extent, going to be down to reviews and, I guess, sentiment about our business. And reviews are obviously going to be a really important part of that. So. It feels like we're at a stage now where up until now, businesses have been able to kind of ignore reviews if they're in a not particularly competitive market. But actually, this is the sort of thing where people want to start getting their stuff together because this is going to be even bigger than it already is, right? Is that something that 
you guys have experienced? Absolutely. Well, it's not just about the local search. It's not just about local buyers who are chomping at the bit looking for a service provider in your market who are seeing the first result come up on the local search as the, what we call in the SEO world, the three pack with the top three listings on that Google map. And they're analyzing, reviewing at a glance, who's got the best reputation. And typically the providers who have the most uh, five-star reviews, who have the best reputation are getting the most amount of clicks, calls, and cash. It's not just about that. It's not just about local domination with the local search. It's also friends and family of people who are your clients, who are asking your clients, who should I work with in this category? And your clients say, hey, you should work with Bob Smith. He's the bomb. He's the real deal. He's the guy you got to work with. And even still, even with that personal recommendation, these people aren't just you know going with that one person and taking their word for it. They're searching online. They're doing what we call cyber snooping to see what is this perp- what is your reputation beyond just their personal friend's recommendation. And studies show that 79% of consumers trust online reviews as much as a personal recommendation from a friend or family member. That's almost eight out of 10 people trust online reviews as much as a personal recommendation from a friend or family member. That is powerful persuasion working in your favor when you position yourself as the only logical choice. And that's why reviews are becoming so mission critical. Really, really interesting. Amazing stuff there as well. One of the things that I, I would imagine are, are preventing people from going really hard with, with generating and picking up their reviews is knowing where they should be driving people to, right? Because obviously we want to send them through to Google to leave the review on the plus local listing. We want to send people through to Facebook to leave reviews there. Then there's things like Yelp or whatever, like Zillow you mentioned. How do we know where to send people through to to give us the reviews? That's a great question, Tim. A great place to start is just pretend you're a prospective client and start doing searches as if you're a prospective client. You know, in the real estate game, it might be realtor, and I live in Kamloops, so it might be realtor Kamloops or real estate agent Kamloops. If I was a florist, it might be florist Kamloops. If I was in the spa business, it might be spa Kamloops. So it's pretty intuitive if you just pretend you're a prospective client. The type of search terms are are relatively uh, small in number, and they come to you pretty much in a flicker of, in a wink of an eye, you can come up with probably two or three different search terms, and then just play around with it and see what comes up. What you're going to find nine times out of 10 is the Google map is the first thing they see. Underneath that, it's usually Yelp. And then underneath that, there'll be some niche-specific review sites. So if in the real estate game, it's Zillow. There might In the um, you know travel and hospitality industry, it's TripAdvisor. So you're going to want to look at Google for sure, Yelp for sure, if you're a local business. And then you're going to want to look at any niche-specific sites that come up on the first page of the local search results when you do your own searching. Does that make sense? Makes perfect sense. So I listen to the podcast. Doran tells me I need to get some more reviews. So the next three people I talk to, I say, hey, can you leave me a review? Why is that not good enough? And what should we be doing instead? Well, at first glance, it seems like it's a perfectly good idea. You know, what 
other way is there to do it? Seems like, you know, that's just the way you do it. And that's how most business owners do it. They send out a manually deployed email, or if they really got their act together, they might have an automated trigger email that goes out that's triggered after they visit your store or after they patronize your business. And it asks for the review. The problem with how most business owners do it is number one, they're manually doing it. So that's, you know, relying on their whim, their motivation. And if they, you know, are sick or heaven forbid something happens to you, or you're just not in the mood or you don't feel like it that day, chances are it ain't happening. So you're not consistent with it. You become the bottleneck in the business. You don't have a systems-based business. You have a you-based business and that's not going to set you free. So that's the first problem is that it's not systematized. The second problem is oftentimes business owners will pigeonhole their client or their customer or their patient into one specific review site. So for example, Google, you send an email saying, hey, please give me a review. They click the link and guess what? They go to Google and what do they need in order to give a Google review? They need a Gmail account. Well, guess what? Not everyone has a Gmail account. And no matter how much they love you, no matter, no matter how much you might walk on water and be the best thing since, since sliced bread, chances are they're not going to do backflips and bend over backwards to create an account just to give you a review. They're just not. And that's why the statistics uh, show that, generally speaking, you're going to get under 10% response rate if you do that. So you ask 10, you might only get one or two people to give you a response. You'll get a much better response if you get the review first and not require an account. Just allow them to give you the review first without needing an account. That'll immediately boost your response rates. And then if it's positive, you ask them to share it with the world and give them multiple options. Options. Give them Google, Facebook, Yelp, and any other review sites that are relevant and let them choose the one they have an account for. That way they do something as opposed to nothing. And that's going to also dramatically improve your response rates because you're not pigeonholing them to one platform. Does that make sense, Tim? Yeah, very, very interesting. So rather than sending them straight to the platform to leave a review, we're sending them to a page which is going to capture their review first, right? What happens on that page? What does that page look like? Yeah, so I call it a review capture page. And the anatomy of a review capture page is very simple. We're just asking for their name, their email, the number of stars, which would reflect their level of satisfaction, and then a text box for them to type in a text-based testimonial. And then underneath that, it'll have a consent blurb, which basically gives them consent or gives you consent rather for them to, for you to use that review in your marketing. And then the submit button, when they press that submit button, they're going to be directed to what I call a thank you page. And whether it's a positive review thank you page or a negative review thank you page will depend on the number of stars. So if it's four stars and above, it'll be a, they'll direct to the positive review thank you page, which asks them to you know, thank them for the positive review and then ask them to copy and paste that review onto any one of those additional review sites below the video. And it data merges their positive reviews. So they don't have to go through the hassle of having to recreate their their review, they just copy it to their clipboard and bada bing, bada boom, pop it onto any of those review sites that they want to, that they have an account for. And we make it easy, breezy, lemon squeezy for them to do it. So the chances of them doing it is exceedingly high, especially considering we're directing them to it immediately. We're not relying on a thank you email that they review hours later or even minutes later. It's immediate sending them direct to that thank you page. Now, if it's negative, here's another reason why you don't want to be pigeonholing people directly to Facebook or Yelp or Google or whatever review site you've been sending them to. 
if it's negative, let's say you've got a negative Nelly and she's one of those non-confrontational negative Nellies. I'm sure you don't have any of those where you're from, Tim, in the UK, where you're grumbling under your breath, but you don't want to ruffle any feathers. You want to be polite. You don't want to confront the issue. You don't want them make them, to make them feel bad. So they just butt their lip and grumble. They might complain to their spouse or their friend, but they're certainly not going to complain to you. So you have no idea they have any grumbling going on. Then you ask them for a review and guess what? You get a negative review. You get three stars or two stars or one star. And now you've got that negativity that's spewed onto the web, tarnishing your reputation forever. You can't remove it for the life of you and you're stuck with it. That's what happens every single day to business owners that are pigeonholing their clients to one platform. And little do they know they're getting these negative Nellies that are tarnishing their reputation. And there's, they, they really have nothing that they can do at that point, except for get more positive reviews to make that negative blemish seem inconsequential because the avalanche of positive reviews that have come in to counterbalance it. That's really all you can do once you have those negative reviews. So this, is, this acts like a firewall to prevent that negativity from spewing on the web. And meanwhile, you can use that negativity as feedback. So you can turn it from a negative to a positive, from lemons to lemonade, from a breakdown to a breakthrough, because now you can use use that feedback as internal feedback to improve your policy, procedure, protocol. And you empathize with the client. And hopefully, you can, because you have that feedback loop and you're getting notified by text and email immediately when the complaint comes in, you can be all over it like white on rice and rectify the situation as soon as possible. Because studies show that seven out of 10 consumers will return to a business and patronize that business again if their complaint is resolved quickly. So speed is the name of the game. So this acts as a feedback loop to be able to rectify those complaints and keep their repeat and referral business for years to come. Does that make sense, Tim? Yeah, that, that's cool. That's really, really cool. So it allows you to address the complaint and also to stop that complaint necessarily getting out into the wild or it lets you have a go at resolving that issue before they leave their review on, in, in the wild. Right? Yeah, we call it the complaint quarantine. <laughs> nice. And uh, that negative Nelly mentality is pretty much how 99% of British people operate when they're not. <laughs> I know, I was teasing you about that because you know that to be true. <laughs> uh, <laughs> awesome. So that's one side of things is, is the actual review capture and the process that, that we send people through to. What about turning this from a one-off thing into a system? Like when should we be asking for reviews and how do we make sure that this is an ongoing thing which is happening every single day? Well, sometimes you'll want to test to find the ideal sweet spot, but generally speaking, it's the MMS, as I call it, the moment of maximum uh, satisfaction. So that's where your client or your patient or your customer is most pleased, most ecstatic, energetically, they've reached the climax of the client experience where they just feel super jacked and juiced about what you've done for them. And that's the time where you want to ask for the review for obvious reasons, because they've got the most amount of energetic firepower behind the impetus to give you a review. And then, of course, we've got to make it easy for them to give you the review, and we need a system by which to do that. So generally, uh, you'll want a system that automatically gets deployed the moment that trigger occurs. So in the mortgage space, it's uh, after closing. In the real estate space, tends to be after closing. Uh, when someone visits your spa, if you have a spot, it might be after they uh, 
come and have a massage and you might just send a text or an email asking how they enjoyed their visit. And so you want that system to automatically send the review request. And it doesn't have to be complicated. It just could be, how did it go? We'd love to hear how your experience was. Give us a review. It only takes like 30 seconds and it would mean the world to us. Thanks in advance. So very simple, very conversational and real easy for the client to give the review. Does that make sense? Yes. So for example, we do this when we, we do a free website marketing review for people. And when we've sent out the review in the email, we'll say, hey, if you really enjoyed this, then go and leave a review on here. Now, I know what we should be doing is we should be sending people through to a page which says, leave your review on this page. And then we send them through to, to the website or whatever. But the point is that it's, it's automated. It happens automatically after purchase when they're getting the thing, when they're going through it and they're really enjoying it, right? Yeah. And let's face it, most people get avalanches of emails every day. So the first kick at the can may not work. You may have to, you may have to send several follow-up emails. And that's another thing you're going to want in your system is a system that is intelligent, that knows if they have not submitted the review and follows up without being redundant with the ones who have given you a review, follows up with the non-responders asking for a review. And then of course, as soon as the review is captured, having a follow-up email that thanks them for the positive review if it's positive or thanks them for the feedback if it's negative and be able to have them share it with the world if it's positive. And then of course, because of the feedback loop notifying you the moment a complaint comes in, you can get your SWAT team all over that client and hopefully turn them around as soon as possible. So you want to have all those components working together synergistically and be able to just set it and forget it. Just have it work while you're not working. Because let's face it, you don't want to be chasing all these different cats and trying to herd all these cats yourself. That's just drudgery. You know, that's mind-numbing drudgery. You, you need to be focusing on the high-level stuff. Do what you do best and get the best to do all the rest. <laughs> love it, love it. Um, what about once we've got the reviews then? How can we use those as, as more of a marketing tool, right? We've got, let's say we've got a bunch of reviews on Google. Yes, some of those are going to be seen when people search, but we could also use those in our marketing, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, anywhere where you're marketing and you're making claims about benefits, you want to be sprinkling your best reviews. So if you're doing direct mail and you're doing a pitch of something and you're offering some kind of a call to action to claim the next step in your funnel or claim a free gift or claim this or claim that, you'll generally get a better response if you have a killer review that builds proof for the fact that you are the real deal and that the value you're touting is legitimate. So I would sprinkle, and I do, uh, if at all possible, sprinkle reviews in all of my marketing offline and offline. And I encourage you to do likewise. Now, the other cool thing about a software like the Testimonial Engine is you can automate the process of leveraging these reviews in a lot of different ways. So for example, after you get a positive review, it'll automatically share that positive review on your social media channels like Facebook, Google, and Twitter so that all your fans and followers who are there following your feed see these rave reviews come in from your clients and customers saying how awesome you are. And it's just another reminder that you're legit, that you're the real deal. So when the time comes when they need or want your services, they're not hoping that you will provide great service. They're knowing you will provide great service and that you will deliver, not because you say it, but because your happy clients say it. And you can do likewise with your website. We have an embed code feature, which is really cool because you add that embed code to your website 
And then any positive review you generate automatically feeds onto your website. So let's say we're talking, Tim, and you just happen to get a positive review from your client. Boom. In real time, it's showing up on your website. Nothing more for you to do. How cool is that? It is genuinely cool. All right. Tell us about the testimonial engine then. Who is it for and how does it work? Well, it's pretty much for any business who values reviews and wants to build their business at the speed of trust and understands that based on the current studies, consumer reviews are trusted 12 times more than descriptions published by the marketer, which means if you want to inject massive persuasive power into your marketing, you want to reinforce everything you're doing with the power and persuasion of reviews to back up what you're saying is legit. And so any business, any marketer who wants to build their business at the speed of trust through the power of reviews, this tool will help to save you a massive massive amount of time and energy because what it does is you just either add a client in with their name and email to the system, or you can bulk upload a CSV file with your entire past client database And it'll convert 20 to 40% plus of your clients, your customers into five-star rave reviews. Unless you suck, then obviously there's not much I can do to help you. But if you're you're awesome, if you're as good as I think you are, 20 to 40% overnight. So if you got 100 clients, 100 customers, 20 to 40 five-star reviews, literally overnight. And then a good chunk of those will hit your review sites like Google, Yelp, Facebook, et cetera. And then all those positive reviews auto feed onto your social media channels, Facebook, Google, and Twitter. So your fans and followers see those come through in the newsfeed. We auto feed those also onto your website if you use the embed code. So it's just a set it and forget it easy button shortcut to be able to put your reviews and your testimonial engine marketing or your testimonial marketing on autopilot without having to think about it. It's just set it and forget it. And you have a resource for people to download, don't you? The Testimonial Engine Ultimate Testimonial Toolkit. I do. But before I talk about that, I'd like to connect the dots on something that's often overlooked with reviews that most business owners never think about. But when you hear it, it's so head-slappingly simple and obvious, you wonder why you've never connected the dots. And here it is. Who's the best person to ask for a referral? Think about that for a moment. Your customer. Yeah, not just your customers, but what type of customer? The customers who spend the most. Yes. And what else? When we're talking about reviews, do you think it would be a negative reviewer or a positive reviewer? (laughs) It's obvious, right? (laughs) So if you think about it, who better to give you a referral and who better to ask for a referral than your raving fans, the people who give you a positive review, right? Those are your evangelists in training. (laughs) They're perfectly positioned to not only give you referrals, but want to give you referrals. So one of the things we do with our clients is we show them how to launch their own dedicated referral attraction campaign by sending out a letter in the mail called a magic wand letter. It goes out with a toy magic wand. So it's lumpy. So their curiosity gets the best of them. They have to open it. They tear open the letter and out pops this toy magic wand. So now their kids have something to fight over. You're welcome. (laughs) And then the headline says, I wish... I wish, poof, I could have more clients like you. Cheesy as hell, right? But I'll tell you what, it'll put a whole lot of cheese in your wallet. So it's worth it, I promise you. And the whole premise of the letter is that they're awesome. You wish you could have other awesome clients just like them. And perhaps they could make your wish come true by sending you referrals. 
And I'm telling you, you follow up by phone and you ask for referrals and you invite them to have a quick brainstorm session to see if you might be able to activate their mental Rolodex and see who in the world you can help. And you do that systematically and consistently as a follow-up on all those magic wand letters, you'll get more referrals than you ever have in your entire career. Case in point, I got a client who sent out 50, just five zero, 50 of those letters to his raving fans. He brought in 18 Gs in commissions. It cost him 200 bucks. How's that for an ROI? That's ROI. Uh, not too shabby. That's what- just a tad bit better than my mutual funds are performing right now. Just a, just a tad. <laughs> so what I want to do for you guys, because you roll with Tim, is hook you up with a complimentary, customizable Word document copy of that magic wand letter. So you can deploy this in your marketing and be able to launch your own dedicated referral attraction campaign once you start getting these rave reviews coming in. And I'm going to give you that along with all kinds of additional swipe and deploy templates and tools to help you get reviews and even training and checklists and everything really that you need as an executive uh, summary of the mission critical must-haves for your testimonial marketing arsenal. It's in this resource. It's called the Ultimate Testimonial Toolkit. And I'm going to hook you up with that 100% complimentary. And all you have to do is go to mytestimonialengine.com forward slash ninja, just the way it sounds, mytestimonialengine.com forward slash ninja. Opt in there to claim it, and then you get all that goodness as well as the magic wand letter for free. You're welcome. Ah, what a legend. What a legend. We'll also link up to that in the show notes. Doran, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, is there anything else that you want as a parting shot to our listeners to tell them about uh, what they should be doing with their testimonials and reviews? No, I just say that when you have a system, you save yourself time, energy, and money. It's actually a acronym. System is save yourself time, energy, and money. And if you add systems with an S, plural, then you can add an additional word in there, which is save yourself time, energy, money, and stress. So you want to build a systems-based business, not a you-based business, because let's face it, that's why you got into business, because you didn't want a glorified job trading time for money. You wanted a real business that sets you free, did you not? So you want to be able to put these pieces of the puzzle in place and just have them work when you're not working. So you can just do what you do best, which whatever that is, whatever lights your fire, whatever you do that has you feel most fulfilled, that's what you want to be spending your time on every day. And again, leverage your time with systems and with a superstar team. Do what you do best and get the best to do all the rest. Stellar advice. Doran, thank you so much for your time today. And thank you everybody for tuning in. Thanks for having me. 